In today's episode of The Untidy Methodist, let's split the difference. Let's dig in. Today's passage comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 18. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's household have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. And still another, I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius, so no one can say that you were baptized in my name. Yes, I also baptized the house of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom and eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Paul wrote this to the believers in Corinth, sounding a bit frustrated with what he had heard. Instead of pulling together and sending the good news to the world, they were having arguments and squabbles over who they followed. Even those who claimed they followed Christ may have been saying that as a way of separating themselves from the rest of the believers of the way. Paul somewhat scolded them, reminding them that the important thing here is to know Christ, that it is the power of God that saves us, not who happened to be the local person you follow. We as Christians have divided ourselves over and over again over the centuries, sometimes over theology, sometimes over politics, sometimes over leadership, and it happens even today. One of the odd things about the COVID pandemic is that it has preserved the United Methodist Church as we know it for at least another full year. 2020 was supposed to bring us a general conference of the United Methodist Church that could have split the denomination over issues of gender and sexuality. But whatever happens when that general conference is finally able to convene, it won't be the first time we've had a division in the church, and unfortunately likely won't be the last. Let's go back. The Methodist Episcopal Church, as it was known then, split in 1844 over issues related to slavery, including a bishop who refused to free slaves owned by himself and his second wife. That split was not healed until 1939, when the Methodist Episcopal Church and the ME Church South rejoined to form the newly renamed Methodist Church. We had divisions even earlier. For example, the African Methodist Episcopal Church was formed somewhere in the 1790s due to the treatment of black pastors and churchgoers at St. George's Methodist Episcopal Church in Philadelphia. That's just a couple of several splits. And as you may know, the Methodist movement itself was a split from the Church of England. John Wesley was still an Episcopal priest when he died. There are issues important enough to fight for. There are times that Christians must make a stand even when it causes differences and even pain among the faithful. But it isn't always issues like these that cause dissension among believers. All too often, it's lesser things that break apart a congregation. 
who gets to lead, what someone else said, where someone sits, who paid for what, and a host of other things that sometimes get in the way of what God wants for the church. All of this is to say it's not only okay, but it's important that we continue to recognize each other as children of a living God in spite of our differences. We won't ever fully resolve the differences between us at times, but we can still love each other as Christ loves us. However you may feel about the divisions of the past or even today's debates, we still have a most important thing to remember, what it's all about, what matters the most. That is Christ risen, offering grace and salvation to a world desperately in need. Paul wanted the people of Corinth to put aside their arguments and concentrate on the good news of Christ. I'm still hoping that's what we all can do today. Will you pray with me? Loving God, have mercy on us when our differences pull us apart. Help us to remember what is most important, your love, your grace, and the hope we have in your Son, Jesus Christ. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Untidy Methodist. You can find us on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend. Your comments, your suggestions, and most of all your prayers are most appreciated.